You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Network Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining us today on the show. But before we get to the show, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all the social media outlets. Can you do that? Go and hit us up on the uh, Twitter at TNWPod. Hit us up on Instagram at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. We are also on Spotify. Give us a follow on there. While you're at it, uh, give Casey Corbin a follow as well. I got four albums on there for you to listen to. And if you're in the States, hopefully they'll be back up soon. I don't know. There's some sort of lawsuit going around and my albums were taken off. But hopefully they'll be back up in there soon. Um, uh, iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable review. Five-star rating. We'll appreciate you help growing the show. Um, with that said, um, you know, it's time, uh, to bring in my co-host, uh, you love the man who loves the cinnamon toast, please welcome Reese Turner! Ah, hey buddy! How are you, bud? How is, how are things going? It's been a while. Uh, oh, yeah, man, right, well... You know, we take a couple, like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing you for a minute, and the whole wrestling world explodes. I know. And, it, like, things went crazy. Things were crazy at All Out. I'll tell you that right now. Like, the minute I sat down in my seat, my phone slipped off my lap and went through a slit on the stairs and no. went under the stands. No. So, yeah, so we had to wait till after the pay-per-view for them to come to the stands and help us get the phone out. No. Yeah, so while we were looking for my phone, who knows what was going on on the other side of the arena. Uh, my Lord, it was absolutely ins- Like, hearing about all the fallout from All Out was absolutely ridiculous because even though the card was so long, 15 matches, uh, it was... It was a really good night of wrestling. Like so yeah. many great matches on the pre-show, right up like the first match, Sammy Guerrera and uh and his uh Taya Conti um against uh, against Ruby Soho and who else? Um who was with Ruby? Uh, Ortiz. Yeah, or yeah, that's right. And it was like that match was fucking crazy. He like he got con- Sammy was concussed at least some of it. I swear to God. Um, okay. Yeah, it was crazy. And then the second match, um, trying to think of what the second match was, because it's a blur. Some of the matches I stuck around for, some of the matches, they had a smoking section. So some of the matches I went out and smoked. Uh, okay. Yeah, so so I, uh, you know, like the Eddie Kingston versus uh, the Stone Pitbull at Ishii oh, yeah, was yeah. insane. It was like... Yeah. That old comedy routine where 
you just keep doing it and eventually they'll get tired of it but eventually they'll get so tired of it that they'll come back around and love it even more i love that <laughs> oh the place was going nuts uh yeah, dude. you know it was yeah and then the pay-per-view started and was like start to finish i, I can't say i w- i was happy with every like every match i saw i was happy with even though i did not like i wanted chris jericho to win because i love chris jericho but i don't yeah. think chris jericho should be beating daniel bryan at this time mm-hmm. in his career in their careers but not clean for sure but the way they did it i don't i don't mind it like yeah. it, it is funny that uh, jericho does have this split personality where he thinks now he's Lionheart, the greatest wrestler in the world, and <laughs> and he's found the fountain of youth, as he said, and uh, he's delusional. So uh, that was a great match. Moxley and fucking Punk tore the house down. Yeah, um, I was I thought I would get on TV for sure. I was the only one there wearing an Islanders jersey with MJF on the back. Yeah, uh, the cameramen were we were sitting third row. Uh, on the camera side so the cameras were behind us so i thought for sure i was in the aisle dancing to his music and uh nothing i was like come on but on the other side bro you have to get on that hard cam side oh yeah no we don't need to be on the hard cam side um i think that's where my tickets for dynamite i spent some money oh my god i can't believe (laughs) but but you know like they like they ran in the the now arena in Chicago for all out. Like, it's not a big venue. It's a minor league venue. And how, uh, how, big, how, how many seater? It's like uh, I would say probably ten thousand at the most. Ten thousand. Yeah. Now it's that's a that's still a big step up from the Rico, but you know the WWE kind of fucked them. You know, I I honestly believe that they yeah. fucked them out of the fucking uh, Scotia Bank Center. So, yeah, if they wanted to, exactly if they wanted to do anything in in the Toronto in Toronto, it would have to pretty much be there unless they went into Mississauga. Yeah, or or yeah, or, or out to Oshawa or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Oshawa's got a fairly good size, uh, like uh, junior hockey arena, or Mississauga, yeah, Mississauga. where the Ice Dogs yeah. used to play. Uh, yeah. That's a good arena. Um, that's right. Anything anything that's bigger than the Don Koloff Arena would be great because that's <laughs> that's correct yeah yeah what do you that's think about correct. that kevin nash i don't think it's much of an arena i'll tell you that i'll tell you that um yeah did you watch uh did you watch castle at the cardiff cardiff at the castle at the castle at the okay team? yeah i i liked it but here's the thing like some people really liked it you know what i mean and that end of the pay-per-view Honestly, made me want to puke in my mouth a little bit. Where they're doing the karaoke and shit. Oh, that's just was, soccer fans. They're annoying. I thought it was cla- listen, man. I thought it was Clash at the Castle, not karaoke at the Castle. Okay, that's well, my thought on that. Hey. I didn't like that closing segment. I thought, listen, you could have put Drew over and had the pop of the fucking night. Yeah. If Drew won the strap, that place would have gone mental. Instead. Roman goes over by bringing in the lesser, the developmental Uso. Yes. And then and then that's enough to take out the whole fucking Drew. And then to, saw, to, to send people home happy, 
Let's make Tyson Fury come in and sing a song. Buddy, I, I did fucked. I, I hated that. I did love that when Austin Theory came down to cash in, Tyson, Tyson Fury just knocked him out. Yeah, I love that, too. I think that should have been the end of his involvement at the show. Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't know just that he stuck one. around to sing songs with them afterwards. You're so fucked, man. That ruined the whole, that actually ruined the whole show for me. And people, you have to remember that Reese Turner is British. You know. Yeah, and listen, I love a good little bit, but like to me, like it, if if say Drew McIntyre won the strap, and then they do that, I would have fucking loved it. Well, they go into business for themselves, like the fucking Bailey song. You yeah, know, it, the, the very first match, and Bailey was so smart. She just fucking she tagged in. They started singing it. She tagged out, and they booed her. Bailey. And I'm like, fucking right, Bailey. Like, fuck them. You know, uh, they know she's a heel. Come on. Stop making this difficult for her. Listen, I don't think, like, I think British wrestling fans, uh, like, from the the whole thing, though, the UK uh, wrestling fan base and the Canadian wrestling fan base are two of the finest fan bases of the product on the planet. Well, I got to tell you, they always say Chicago is the best wrestling town and the best wrestling crowds and uh animals they're animals and they need to take a shower (laughs) i I was in the where we were watching those gcw shows a lot of people need to shower i'll tell you that this place (laughs) looked like a condemned fucking soccer arena that like was for like you know like just recreational soccer and uh and and it, it looked like like it looks like it hasn't been used for anything in years and it was just like, oh my god, it's so skeezy. But yeah, um, like it's straight up. It's like it, this isn't somehow a crackhead stadium. <laughs> yeah, but the first night Nick Gage was there, and he was nice. doing a fucking challenge, and then all of a sudden Moxley fucking comes walking out, and the place went nuts. And uh, and it so it turns out the next big WWE pay per view, which is I think on the eighth of September. They're yeah. running after that in Atlantic City. So one's in Philadelphia, and they're going to be in Atlantic City, Moxley versus uh, Nick Gage uh, for okay. GCW on Fight TV. Um, so that'll be something. That'll be something indeed. Um, also on the show, we saw Mike Bailey was there. Uh, great seeing him, although his mouth, I thought he got new veneers, but it's just his mouthpiece. Uh, <laughs> it's too white. <laughs> Um, I think up? if I had to wear a mouth guard, I would make them like the the what's his name, the uh, Matt Dillon chicklets from something about Mary. Yeah, uh, that would be my mouth guard, and it just looks like I have ridiculously sized teeth. It's crazy. Uh, I <laughs> I was I was always like I was saying to the boys that I was watching the wrestling with down in Chicago last week, like when is the last time anybody was excited? For a Sheamus match, yeah, and uh, the answer—it's been a long time, but uh, yeah. this match, Sheamus versus Gunther, um, fantastic. fantastic. But I would say, yeah. you know, I really think Rollins and Riddle had a great match. I think the girls did great off the top. Like to be honest, yeah, I thought it was, was it was good... filled with solid matches, and it was a very easy pay per view to watch. Just the end of it ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> Yeah. That last segment, that la- go-home segment of that show, I was just like this, oh, my God, why did I watch this shit? 
<laughs> like my, I see. I turned because I watched it with my father. Because my dad, me and my papa started watching wrestling together. And it's nice. Yeah, you know. So I, <laughs> we turned, we looked at each other, and we both were kind of like ashamed that we just watched that. You know what I mean? We're just like, oh. F- uh. I Come thought on, it... lads, what are you doing? Well, I got to sing songs. It's not a musical. Come on now. I thought Let it was going... win the belt. Let him sing a song if he wins the belt. He lost. Yeah. He's got to go. He's got to work harder. You're not singing songs. Nah, don't like it. No. No, not at all. Not at all. No, hot takes. <laughs> hot takes this week. Um, <laughs> was also at Rampage. And I'll, t- I'll you tell you about, make, like, uh, the... the, the at all out, that tag match between the acclaimed and Swerve and Glory uh, was insane. It looked great at, on television. Oh, it, the crowd was off the fucking chart. But mind you, Keith Lee said it in the scrum afterwards. He's like, "Well, Billy Gunn was practically a high school cheerleader, you know, and yeah. he was, and he did interfere a little bit here and there, but they're yeah. like, how about next one?" You know, just two on two, leave the clown back at the fucking dressing room type thing. And, uh, but it was actually, a, it was such a good match. But the crowd was all like, like I said, the crowd was went into the business for themselves, chanting, scissor me daddy, uh, yeah, daddy ass. Everything yeah. was daddy ass. I didn't know yeah. daddy ass was a thing I, until I got to Chicago. Chicago, you know they're they're famous for deep dish pizzas and daddy ass. <laughs> oh, I went. We had we had pizza with Meltzer. It was one of the things that we had in our in our package, and uh, and uh, but Meltzer didn't show up, and I had six pieces of deep dish, and that did not hold good for later on the night. So, uh, at one part, I had to go out, stick some fingers down my throat, and get rid of the pizza because I was so fucking full because I didn't take how serious the deep dish is deep. Very serious pizza. You know why he didn't show? Because of that whole scrimmage that happened post-pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Crazy, crazy. Like, you know, you look at all those, uh, like, like uh, uh, first of all, like, is it a work? What's going on? Who's, like, my thoughts. Um, it's just really sad that Punk had such a great match, and now he, and then he had to go fucking do all of that. Like, he's talking about, basically hangman going into business for himself while he's doing the exact exact same thing yeah so if it's not i'll say that too if it's not just one of the best works in the history of professional wrestling uh it is sad it is a sad thing to see you know what i mean because these are professionals you're supposed to act like a professional especially you you're the elder statesman exactly you know what I mean? You, you can't go running your mouth and flapping your gums and stuff like that, man. It, it's not a good look. The optics are horrible. Horrible. But if you're gunning to turn yourself heel and do all this stuff, and it is, it's fantastic if it if that's what it is. If it's not, like, well, why would he, you know. why would he be against working with MJF? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Are you kidding yeah. me? You think you're that, like, who do you think? Who do you think you should work with then? Exactly. He's like, oh, they want me exactly. to all work with dicks. I was like, well, who's not a dick? Who will you work with? He wants to work with Ace Steel and have Ace Steel bite somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what a fucking joke, Ace Steel. Like, 
if this is the Montreal screw job and that's knocking out McMahon or whatever, Ace Steel is out in the fucking lobby like Hunter, you know, piece mm-hmm. of shit. Like, mm-hmm. tried to bite some. Who are you? It's just so fucking dumb. Who are, who are who invited this guy? Yeah, well, not any. He's like, we have EVPs. I'm like, and it's just like, and the thing about like, why doesn't he just say Colt Cabana? Like, why did the so that's what makes me think it was a work because because clearly he has a history with the reporter mm-hmm. because he hey Nick Nick you still do improv. So it tells yeah. me that they they know each other from back in Chicago from back in the day. And then he was like, who did you do improv with? And mm. he says, Scott Colton. Why would he not just say Colt Cabana? Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. part. That, that's the part. Uh, and I, 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 and I, I'm, my, my thing is, like, maybe Colt, maybe CM Punk, Maybe they have a deal because I'm sure a lot of deals were done within the lawsuits and everything that was going back and forth. But it's just like I honestly feel like maybe he's not allowed to say Colt Cabana or bad shit about him. So maybe, maybe. he's like, when I ask you who you did improv with, you say Scott Colton. So you bring Scott Colton up and then I'll talk about Scott Colton. Without Amazing. actually mentioning Colt Cabana, because I didn't know who fucking Scott Colton was, and he's been on our show. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it just seems so like bushly. Like he shares an account with his mother. Yeah, maybe he's looking after her. Like what yeah. the fuck? Who cares who he shares yeah. an account? Yeah, I know with? that's what I'm saying. It's like a, this is like a, uh, one of those kind of promos that like positioned him as he was instead of being the friendly, happy-go-lucky, I'm happy to be here, or CM Punk. He's kind of becoming CM Punk again. You know what I mean? Well, before the show, he lets his dog run out on the fucking ramp, and his dog gets loose and is running around the ring, and he has to go get Larry, and everybody's like, oh, Larry's running around the ring, and everybody's cheering him. And I was like, I was like, and I said, he's working it already. Like, look at this. It humanizes him. You know, mm-hmm. with the dog and stuff like that. And then later on, he's going to fucking, you know, do some shit. But, but oh well, we'll see what, we'll see what happens tonight. Everything will happen tonight. Well, well, they're all yeah, suspended. They're all suspended. And they, <laughs> they have to be all suspended. Like, How can he not? But I don't know if you watched the entire media scrum, but I'll say this. The, the, watching the discomfort of Tony Khan sitting beside. Uh, Col- I mean, I mean, CM Punk during all this, mm-hmm. and then watching the absolute glee and joy of sitting with Chris Jericho at the end, like is, is the opposite, completely opposite end of the spectrum. Like yeah. when he looks at Chris Jericho, I see the thirteen-year-old boy whose favorite wrestler was Chris Jericho, especially yeah, exactly. where he was like. It was Tony's idea to bring back Lionheart, and he's like smiling, and his eyebrows are going up and down. Like he looks like a Muppet, right? Like he's got a big. I, love sh- Tony I know he. Oh, dude, my buddy Jamie Koharski, uh, he was staying at the hotel where all the shit was at, and we dropped him off that night after Rampage, and then he fucking sends us a picture uh, from three in the morning, him and Tony Khan. Amazing. And fucking Tony was like, he goes, can I get a picture? And Tony, and he goes, nah. And then Tony goes, okay, just one. And then he takes it, he goes, let me see it. 
he's like, no, that's not good. Do another. Do another. And they took like three or four pitches before they got one. He goes, okay, that's the one. You can share that. And he, was pretty, he was pretty cool, apparently. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We did the uh, we did the Meltzer um, Q&A early morning on Saturday. Um, yeah. And that was uh, fun. I asked my Meltzer, why didn't um, – if Vince McMahon was such a good heel – as Vince McMahon in Memphis in 96, why did it take so long for him to become a heel in the WWE? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, he, you know, when he did the Brett screwed Brett, he thought he was going to come off as the face. And uh, he actually thought he was the good guy and all of that. And then it came out like, no. So he really didn't have a choice. And I'm like, well, luckily yeah. he already knew it worked, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So. Wow, the delusion to think he'd come off as the face there. What was that? Sorry, the delusion to think he would come off as the face. I know it's crazy. Um, yeah, so we did. We did the the melt. We got a picture with Melter and Brian. Brian, and uh, so that was all right. And then um, you know the Rampage. We had the box for Rampage, and uh, when Orange Cassidy came out with the best friends at the end, I uh, I was I brought my most faded pair of blue jeans which are almost white jeans and uh i had my sunglasses on and i fucking took off my shirt and started walking around the box kicking people like orange cassidy and and everybody went nuts everybody went nuts the people loved it many people were talking it killed killed. except when i saw the the picture yeah except when i saw the picture i'm like fuck i don't look like orange cassidy I look like Randy wearing Leahy's glasses. <laughs> White pants, a big fucking cheeseburger gut, and uh, <laughs> fucking Leahy's glasses. Oh, my God. It, the picture's on the, the dork side of the mat. Um, and Adam and uh, Matt. They have got it. Adam and Matt Marby, they got a great, they got a great podcast. Hung with dork those side. guys. Like dork that. side. The great guys. Ron Fuchez also wanted our hats. Our we watch wrestling hats. He was in the nice. lineup. He's like, I want one of those hats. And uh, he was wearing a late, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, late night with David, open mic with David Spade or whatever a hat. Okay. Uh, and I was like, I would have traded him. But then I was like, no, fuck, I'm not getting rid of my we watch wrestling hats. I fucking love them. But, well, I'm thinking I was getting another one. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to release another edition because they have yellow and black or the yellow and dark blue. And then they have yeah. the black and the, and the orange. And they're like, what's next? I'm like, there's only two colors that you need to go with. It's black and hot pink. And I was like, look it. The you need black, that, white, and hot pink. You could put some white in there. Yeah. yeah. Outline the letters in white. Oh, yeah. Black, hat, pink letters outlined in white. That would that could look pretty good, too. That yeah, could look pretty edition. good, too. Um, fuck, yeah. It was... Uh, so, the Rampage was fun. It was just a lot of fun. I just ate a lot in the box. Like, there was a smorgasbord of mac and cheese, beef on a weck, hot dogs, chicken mm. fingers, wings, uh, mm. pops, Cokes, beers... Mm. It was, uh, yeah, it was a great time, and then the fucking all-outs, and oh, my God, the Briscoes were in a cage match. It was a double War Games cage death match, 
It was Ooh. fucking insane. I thought, oh my god, even crazier. Uh, Marco Stunt dra- fucking wrestled a guy like that was like Jack, some big Jack guy, and at one <laughs> point he just picked him up over his head and like fucking Rocky threed him, like Thunder Lips with Rocky, like ran towards the fucking thing, and he threw, threw him into the audience. He cleared the chairs. He landed like. It was insane, and then he got up, and we went back, and then the guy did, got him up, climbed up the top rope, got him in, across his chest, and did a backward shooting star press Holy while shit. holding him and landing on top of him. It was Jesus fucking Christ. insane. I was like, I said to him after, like he walked out, I was like, dude, that's fucking insane. I was like, I don't know how you do it. I said, seriously, I don't know how you do yeah. it. Like, how you can walk after taking those, yeah. like, literally flying through the air. Like, holy fuck. Not a suicide dive. <laughs> We're talking. Yeah. In- Just Chuck. Insane. Insane. Uh, I was sad that I didn't get to see, uh, a- I will get to see it, but A&E's uh, WrestleMania 1 um Oh was, yeah, was I thought of that dropped. Yeah, I need to turn tune into that too. Like I, I got it on demand. I took a recording, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, we have it on demand as well. So, you know, we're gonna perfect watch that, watch that pretty soon. Um, perfect. Oh yeah. So 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 Buffalo, Buffalo, but they're in Buffalo tonight. Look, look yes, there. That's crazy. That that yeah. shit is crazy. Apparently, um, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Oh, I can't. Never mind. I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> Shit. If I would have remembered it, it would have been perfect. But uh, a rapper bought the entire front row of tonight's taping. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's what I also of- like is during all out, Action Bronson, our boy, comes in and defends Hook. I was like, "Who the fuck is this fat fuck?" I'm like, "That could that's be me." Fucking Bronson, I'm, he is the best. Yeah, he's like the stoner food critic, and that's what I used to be. He's a rapper, and he's amazing. He he wrote Hook's song. Yeah, that he comes out to. Yeah. yeah, who did Hook go up against? That was in the pre-show. I can't uh, even remember. Was, what's his name, uh, buddy boy? There, I could uh, not fuck. believe that Ricky Starks. Was so uh, was so fucking like Hobbs beat him so quickly. I could not believe yeah. that. Also, I can because they're they're building Hobbs up to be a, be a problem for people. Yes, and they should because he is a fucking monster. I also enjoyed the fact uh, that they also the uh, the the Jungle Boy Christian match was fucking awesome. It was just like. You know, it was it was the perfect it was perfect for that card. Like you know, because we don't need what we need now is a short match. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, breaks it up, and it was a bit different. Yes, and I'll tell you right now. Oh my God, um, Jungle Boy's mother and sister are two absolutely gorgeous, beautiful women. I will say that. Um. We were respectfully, of course. Oh, respectfully. I'm not trying to not trying to diss anything. I I love Luke Perry and I love Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. 
But um, boy. but his uh, his mom and his sister were in the crowd, and I was like, how do they look familiar? And then I realized, oh, yeah, they have the same hair as Jungle Boy. So it's obviously <laughs> Jungle Boy, you know. And then you look, and they all have the same sideburns as the dad. Um, <laughs> da -na -na -na. The fucking FTR, FTR had a great match against, uh, who was it? Was it FTR and, fuck, I can't, we, we, the daughter brought the daughter out, the daughter put the, got the pin, and it was like, yeah. these guys, not only are they top well, guys, it, it, they're top it was, dads. Uh, yeah, it was uh the it was a trios match and it was uh FTR and Wardlow yes. versus Jane Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. And kudos to the Motor Machine <laughs> Motor City Machine Guns cuz these guys like Simon Honestly, Miller, I thought it was great. I think uh, I'm very into the trios format. Love Some it. people kind of like bitch about it, and they nope. they really bemoan a trios match. But I thoroughly enjoyed trios wrestling. Mm -hmm. I the think NWA fantastic. used to have the six man tag titles, and it was always like you had a trio like the Russians. You had Nikita, yeah. Crusher, and Ivan, and then you had the Freebirds. And then you had the Von Erichs, and then the Horsemen would team up, and they yeah. do a three. Honestly, it's a it's a fantastic format to enjoy wrestling, and because like with the more people involved, you, you can get some more intense spots because you allow for some more coverage, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's great. Um, now the I did not see the Casino Royale, which is really a ladder royale. I loved it. I loved it. As soon as I found out that Dante Martin was going to be in it, I was like, oh, this is going to be my favorite ladder match ever. That's crazy. I yeah. thoroughly, this guy, they should, <laughs> I don't, if he, I'll probably like, he, he create a, a, just a, a flyweight title or like an, just a high flying title just to give it to this kid, man. Like just watching this spot, he like springboards off of the ropes over another wrestler higher up onto the ladder. Crazy. Come on, man. Like the, the spots that happened in this match were phenomenal. There were some spots that looked horrific yeah. and very hard to take. But what a what a great time that was as well. Uh Roosh kinda got a little bit lost there. He, I don't think he realized that he had to get to the ring or else he could lose it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of those moments, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that match too. What a great card. I thought Jericho was so funny saying about MJF coming back. He goes, the biggest surprise to me was that you got sympathies for the devil from the Stones yeah. to play. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought the no. whole card was great. And um, I wasn't. Yeah. And, and even everything after all this stuff is fine by me. But, you know, like, fucking everybody yeah, has to be punished accordingly, you know? Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. has to be. If it's not at work, like, know, we'll see. You know, and if you're if you're having trouble getting somebody to be a disciplinarian, why not hire Regal to be that guy? Nobody yeah. fucks with William Regal. You know what I mean? Yeah, transition his role into that and do the same with Arn Anderson and make Arn Anderson and Regal. Crack the whip. Well, one thing is, also, 
I don't care how good the acclaimed get. I never want to see them try to scissor Aaron Anderson. That's number one. <laughs> and if I kind of want to see it. And if I do want to see them scissor anyone, I want Brutus Beefcake to come out and then scissor Brutus Beefcake in the middle of the know. ring and then attack him. Because they should be heels, right? But right now they're going to be faces because... Yeah, I honestly I enjoy them as faces. I think they're great. I think they're great. I, I, Look at they're 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 rapping. The everything is great that they do. They're fucking. They're they are sports entertainers, and yeah. uh, you know. And how great was the Jericho Appreciation Society? Jericho is put me up, put me up on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He, he did tell them to put him up on his shoulders. He's like, put me up on your shoulders. So good. It was so good. Oh, man. Yeah, I absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it. And then let me jump into Raw quick, Monday Night Raw, because that that was the other day. Braun Strowman is back. Okay, first of all, okay, before you do that, a couple things. Uh, Cardiff uh, Cardiff Cattle Castle, call it Cardiff Cardiff Castle. Um, Ref bump. See, these are the things that Vince McMahon has eliminated that, all of a sudden, they're coming back like people's last names. You know, like Riddle mm-hmm. got his last name back, right? He, and mm-hmm. I mean, he got his first name back. He's now Matt Riddle again. Yeah, um, same with Tampa. Yeah. So, so uh, w- among this certain list of WWF things, uh, no hot tags, and that we had a hot tag on Monday Night Raw. Like yeah. the, the fucking, you know, or I mean, like not hot tags, but no uh, um, tag team interference breakups in WWE. But somebody okay. came in and broke up a pinfall on Raw this week. That's uh, the first time okay. it happened in about 10 years. Another thing is <laughs> ref bumps. WWE does not do ref bumps, but yeah, they, they kind of stopped for a while. They stopped for a while, but that main event had a had a great ref bump. Yeah. And also I think they need a new Oso because I don't think the other two can drive or even get into other countries because of their DUIs. So, yeah, like honestly, it's I, I don't. This Uso is the least intimidating. Oh, he's a me. blonde Uso. Yeah, that's the problem. He's a blonde, a blonde Uso. He's blonde. He's Hollywood blonde Uso. <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood blonde, uh, how how fucking triggering was Hollywood Hogan's fucking mustache on Matt on Nick Jackson the other night? Oh, he's done it a few times already. I love it. I, 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 I love everything the Bucks do. That's why I'm kind I'm, you know, it's like, okay, you know, maybe they do think they're in Reseda or whatever, CM Punk, but, like, you can't treat these guys like they haven't been anywhere. These guys were everywhere that you were before you went to the WWE, and I'm sure yeah. you thought you were the best in the world before you got to the WWE, so fuck off, you know? Yeah, man. Like, they're Ring of Honor. They're in New Japan. They're everywhere he was. They he knows where the fuck they they were, and Kenny Omega. Like I'm like, look at this. Just creates a lot of, you know. I don't know who CM Punk's gonna get to be his trios partners. Maybe Larry and AJ Lee, but and or Larry and fucking yeah. what is it? The axe, the teeth well, grinder. Honestly, I, I think what's it called, man? I, the the Bucks might the Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega might not hold those trios titles for too too long. And then I think uh, Kenny Omega sets his sights on Punk. I'd like to see that. the The thing is, is like, 
you know, I think the trio's titles should go to the elite um, because they are the founders, and I would like to see them break in the new belts, and and it's perfect for um, their style of wrestling. So uh, yeah. I'm very happy. I, I like them. There's a couple other factions I I, I I enjoy as well. A nice, I think, gesture of goodwill with their relationship with New Japan would be to put it on like Will Ospreay and his fellas there. Yes. You know, because I think they could they could rock that belt very well. I, I that's what I I believe anyway. I uh, I'm really tired of them forcing Wardlow down my throat like he's Goldberg. Um, I know I don't everybody mind. wants to cheer Goldberg to Wardlow, but to yeah. me, Jade Cargill is Goldberg, and she's been doing Goldberg before Wardlow started. Yeah, you for know, sure. and uh, for sure. and. Her I do like Wardlow though. What's that? I do like Wardlow though, but yeah, yeah. but the, the you know yeah, that's the thing too is like uh, yeah yeah it was it, it was good Wardlow and the and the but the FTR, FTR. versus the Motor City Machine Motor City Machine Guns and Jay Lethal that could just have been an FTR Machine Gun match like they didn't need yeah. you know they didn't need the. Yeah, I didn't mind it because then they they got jumped at the end and they let Joe come back and Samoa Joe got to strut down to the ring and do his thing. Oh my God! Why don't they put Samoa Joe in fucking swear and uh, glory in his glory? Why don't they put those those two guys in the same tag team because they're both the the scariest tag team on the planet? They would be like, you know, oh my God! That I really, I really enjoyed the media scrum. I'm gonna say it. I enjoyed Tony Storm. Congratulations, Tony Storm. I knew Congrats. you were a big deal when Penny. I met you at SummerSlam here in Toronto years ago. Um, I like your pile driver. It's a nice little snap pile driver. I enjoy it. Very nice. Very nice. Billy Gunn, mm-hmm. great job. Fucking your son's fucked up there. What are they doing now? Rampage? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who else? Uh, yeah, I guess that's basically the entire card. So. Mm. Wow, where are we on the show? How, how long have we been talking? Oh, fuck, I didn't hit record. 37. No, yeah, 37 minutes. I'm joking. I can't record. So, yeah, uh, Monday Night Raw, though. Let me jump back to Raw quick. Yes. I do want to talk about some stuff uh, from from Monday Night Raw. Uh, there is something that I've been thoroughly enjoying. The one thing that I think I've enjoyed more than anything else that Triple H has done is what he's been doing with Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Dexter Loomis so much. Uh, and I think he could be a huge player moving forward if they use him correctly. I like that he popped out under the ring when the Miz was in the cage match. I loved all that shit. Braun Strowman coming back is okay, but in him coming back, he didn't need to effectively kill the tag team division by doing it. Yes, I agree. Like he comes in and ruined eight men, and it's they weren't small guys. Like he took out fucking. Dawkins. Street Profits, yeah, Alpha Academy. Come on, man. Why do you got to do your whole tag division dirty like that? That's an old-school Vince McMahon move. That is, I do 100% agree with you. That is, a, you're burying the fucking tag division. Meanwhile, you're trying to build the girls' tag division. You know, it's just Yeah, like, and also you're trying to push people like fucking, uh, what's his name, Montez Ford as single stars potentially. Yeah. And how can you do that when he was one of eight men that was just flattened by Braun Strowman? Exactly. Usually those guys are like Joey Ryan and they're in fucking security Security outfits. costumes. Exactly. You know, and he deserves to get beat up. 
So yeah, hundred percent. But see, like that, that I didn't like about Monday Night Raw, the the Braun Strowman debut. Some people weren't wild for it. I thought it it lessened the tag team division. And mm-hmm. you know, good. I'm glad he's back. Listen, Braun Strowman is a he's a, an attraction. He's a big monster man. Actually, but there's a few of them now. So I think him versus Omos, I'd like to see two big, huge man meets <laughs> slapping against each other. To be honest, I don't think Braun's as big as he is. I think he wears lifts. Um, oh, also, yeah, he probably does wear lifts, but he's well, still a big boy. When I saw him at Gillies at WrestleMania, uh, he was not that much bigger than me like yeah he was taller than me but he wasn't like seven he's not seven feet you know he's probably like six foot six i might be i might put him at six four maybe six three i think they're you know they're all i just didn't think he was that big and usually when i see somebody big it's like holy fuck that guy like billy gunn he's fucking big you know but I'm not saying I'm now. Braun is definitely bigger than. It's just that I thought Braun was way bigger than what he was, and when I saw him in person, okay. I didn't think he was that. Yeah. big. I want to see how big Satnam Singh is in person. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. He, he, yeah, he, he is a legit seven footer, so I can't wait to see him. Oh, I got yeah, some yeah. great tickets there for the old Dynamite coming yeah. up in October in Toronto. Who you headed with to the Dynamite? Me and my dad. Awesome. Yeah, and there'll uh, be songs to be sung. We uh, we dropped a little. We dropped a lot of loot on the tickets. Yeah. So the tickets were three hundred dollars each. Well, that's not as bad as what they were. What I thought they were going for. Some were going for like sixteen hundred and stuff. It's ridiculous. But like we got some decent seats. I'm very excited. So it's uh, me, my pop, uh, and uh, I believe uh, Tyler Lemko uh, of Epic Meal Time fame. Yeah. Uh, and um, my fellow rad dad, Walter Ling. Sweet. Yeah, the little four-pack. We, we we scoped out tickets, and then Walter got through in the in the queue before anybody. And he's just like, holy shit, these tickets are so expensive. I can, <laughs> I can only get four. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because, like, fuck it. Like, to buy four tickets with fees and all that shit. It's $1,200, $1,400. Like, yeah, $1,500. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's crazy that the, the cost of these reseller tickets were, were insane. Uh, I know some people got like uh, Jordan uh, Hoth, a fellow comedian. Yeah. He got some tickets at like 160 a ticket. That's good. You know? That's all right. Yeah, that's, that's a decent ticket. But price. you could you could have got, there were tickets for Buffalo for like $50 to sit in yeah, the first. Yeah, I just got to get my passport. To sit in the first level down there yeah. tonight. Like there's but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This dynamite will be the first event that AEW has held in Canada and outside of the USA. Yes. So one would argue that it is the historic television event. It just may it be. A, it is at least a milestone in the company's history. So now I can say that I'll be there. We've got some seats and we've got some signs ready. Well, Walter's got a sign already prepped. It's ready to go. It's in the can. We can't wait to break them out. What is what? The, well, wait, wait. The, do I tease us? Why? Oh why, yeah. What, why, 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 why? Well, we don't want anybody to steal the sign idea. I tell you what. This is what we'll do. You remind me of this. The episode of the show after the show after the live uh, event. You you bring this up again, and I will tell you 
the signs that we brought and see if you could spot them when you watched on television. I will be watching on television because I will be down east uh, on tour at the time. So yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to give away any of these sign ideas and have people show up with our sign idea. Well, there are some signs that I saw. A lot of signs were in Chicago. Someone had a very tough take. Sierra Mist is greater than Sprite, and that is a slam at Jim Cornette. I was told. Um, I there was a lot of uh, MJF uh, bring back MJF fucking uh, signs and everything. Uh, I always, lo- I always love the idea of grown men breaking out markers, you know, with their tongue hanging out their side, fucking drawing signs, and yeah. just always remember, you got to go thick on the lettering. You oh, have a to million go thick. percent. Like, nothing worse than somebody who has a sign and you can't fucking read it and they still hold it up all night. It's like, nobody yeah. can read your stupid sign. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, his plan, the <laughs> uh, Ling's plan is quite elaborate. Uh, so you, you should be able to pick them up should we get on the television. Excellent. Yes. Very excited for that. So. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a good night. That'll be a fun night. And they'll, like... <laughs> I'll, I think you very quickly you'll see a pay per view probably booked up here in Canada very very soon. Oh, I can imagine the, the speed that that show like sold out. It, it, it's it's just a matter of time. Well, to me, it's like I don't understand why they don't play the fucking tennis courts north of the city. You can get uh-huh. twenty. You can get twenty thousand in there. You know, sixteen to twenty thousand in there, and uh, they do it. They're doing it in New York at Arthur Ashe. You know, so see, like I'm kind of surprised that they, yeah, again, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't even think about the Ant Molson Amphitheater there or the Budweiser stage. I think that would be a fun venue for that, a wrestling show. One hundred percent. I've been saying that all along too. They ran amphitheater shows during COVID. Yeah. They could do the exact same setup at the Toronto Amphitheater. Yeah, and make it huge. They would have they they would still Fire get Lord. they could still like they would still get like fifteen thousand fans in there, you know mm-hmm. maybe even more. So who knows? Like that would have been a great idea. I would have loved. I love the amphitheater, so I would have loved to go see wrestling at the Molson Amphitheater. Fucking right. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, damn straight. The, damn Skippy. Yeah. All right, we're uh, we'll wind this down. What's right. uh, what's going on with you? you well, you're going to watch Dynamite tonight. That's right. And uh, NFL uh, starting up. That's great for me. Nice. <clears throat> I'm all ready for the NFL and uh, stoked. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, where we, where can we find you? What's going on? Let the people know. Reese, what is up? Follow me on Instagram at RE underscore Reese T. Uh, and I got some shows, man. I'm going to be at the Karma Cup, uh, the Legacy Cannabis event in Toronto this weekend. There we go. Um, doing some shows there. And I'm also going to be out in Welland, Ontario, doing a show at the Garden City Cannabis Store. That's uh, cool. I that's Saturday night. So I'm excited. It's a busy weekend, man. I will be in Burlington on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, Niagara on the Lake next Wednesday. Um, the next uh, Saturday, I'll be at the Comedy Bar. Um, the week after that, I do believe I'm in Niagara Falls. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, the uh, Yuck Yucks. Um, yeah, so I think I have all those shows. And then at the end of the month, I'll be heading down east, uh, Miramichi and uh, Moncton. Uh, where else? We got um, Halifax, um, Halifax, Halifax, Halifax. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, I'm coming down east. Perhaps you can check me out at one of those shows. And uh, until then, um, you know, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears. Keep watching wrestling. Uh, and, um, yeah, woo, fucking right, man. What a great weekend of wrestling. And uh, here's to more. So uh, we'll talk That's to you it. soon. In a couple of weeks, we'll be back with another episode of Talking Wrestling. All right. Adios. Goodbye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.